Alright, welcome to another episode of Showbread. Cause it's fresh. I'm Jesse. Pastor Drew, how you doing today? I am doing wonderful. Good to be back on the broadcast. Good That's to awesome. be teaching the Word of God, speaking the Word of God. Thank you guys for following up with what God is doing. Excellent. That's awesome, Pastor Drew. How's your day going so far? Well, it's been a good day. This is probably the busiest day in Riverside Christian Assembly history. Oh, wow. We had the morning broadcast, which I love getting to do those daily devotions. Where can people listen to those or find those? Instagram, Facebook, both of those two places. It's live at 730 that's Monday through Saturday. And then also on the weekends, we got a great weekend service. And then after the broadcast this morning, we had evangelism go out. My kids went out. They went door to door, sharing Christ with people, praying wow. with people. And uh, at 1015, I started an adult karate class. I've seen that. So I was teaching that. We got some new students, did really good today, did some sparring. And who's the best student today? They're probably listening. Who's the best student out of all of them? Well, I would have to give the best student of the day to, to Miss Cat. Miss Cat. Okay. I'm telling you. Uh, Cat Bishop, top level, okay. high kicks, wow. good control. Wow. Nene was there today. Nice jab Nene has. Nene is probably the least. Well, it was her first no, day. Just, she I'm did really kidding. good. I'm just kidding. And then Nene. Ronnie's always helpful. Ronnie. So it was, a, it was a great day today in the karate school. And then we had the men's fellowship. Thanks for helping with that, hey, by the way. No problem. I heard it was powerful. Oh, Pastor Manny dropped yeah. a word wow. about that woman that was pressing for a touch of God, the power of God. Mm. They called back the backsliders. They prayed together. That is Good food together. Mm -hmm. And then we have at 3 o'clock to this afternoon, the Send Me Ministries went out. And they went to the highways, the byways behind Maxi Food, what? telling people about oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. They had the food, the food ministry day too, as well. Yeah. Wow. So we had the food ministry, and then the worship team got together, they and they went on an outing. Yeah. And they, they're, they're on fire for Jesus. They're practicing right now. Wow. So we had karate today, or all of today. We had karate training free. We had a men's fellowship. We had a worship team outing. We had the send me ministry. We had a morning devotion. I'm not done yet. We still got service left tonight. Oh, and then right. after service, right. we got UFC darts oh, wow. with Jamal's catering. Wow. Busiest day RCA history, that, I can recall. That is a busy day, Pastor Drew. That is so busy. Well, I want to just, before we get into what we're, increasing your capabilities today and part of the, the message today, I want to send out an invitation to anyone out there that would love to come get plugged in a local church. Amen. Riverside Christian Assembly uh, here in Rubidoux, California. We like to say Riverside, but we're in a sub- it's still Riverside, but we're in Rubido, uh, Harupa Valley. And if you want to come check it out, get plugged in, go to RiversideChristianSummit.com, Facebook, Instagram, same name, and uh, or message Pastor Drew or message myself. And, it's uh, not hard to get involved here. No, it's if, not. If God has a yeah. calling on your life and you want to get busy about yeah. kingdom business, that's right. That's why we're so busy today. Yeah. Is we got a lot of kingdom-minded people using their gifts. And really, that brings us to the topic today is increasing capabilities. Now, this was an idea I first heard from you. Yeah. I know you got a lot of managerial experience. Yeah. I know you've done quite a bit of training at different restaurants, yeah. restaurant tours, yeah, right. coffee houses. I mean, yeah. you've got quite a resume these days. Oh, I, it's very gracious of you. I appreciate that. Can you tell us a little bit about what, what does it mean, that phrase, increasing your capabilities? That's a great question, Pastor. I think increasing your capabilities, you know, just like, you know, my background is being a manager and working with people. And as a manager... And as a, a leader of people, you want to get the most out of your people. I want to get the most out of employees. Um, it'd be foolish for me not to try to get the most out of people, you know? Like, we're paying them an hourly wage. I want people to be excellent. I want to work with an excellent group of people because I'm trying to give my very best uh, for them. And I want them to give me their very best. And so, 
Um, one of the tactics and strategies is, is increasing their capabilities and, and sharpening their saw and making them better and how they can work in a more effective and more efficient way of working. And so um, increase your capabilities is just trying to see what are some areas that you can work on, what are some things that you haven't really done yet, and reimagine what's possible. Like I think that's another good phrase, to reimagine what's possible. For me, I, in my leadership, I went. I, it took me maybe a couple years for someone to recognize, Jesse, there is another out, level of output when it comes to people, culture, when it comes to actual physical work, there is another output. There's, a, a, I guess, a breaking of the wall where I can go to another level. And I think all of us as adults, you know, I don't, you know, I'm 32 years old. I absolutely do not work the same exact way when I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> I used to bag groceries at Stater Brothers, and I have increased my capabilities since then. And if you're listening today, you probably have increased your capabilities tenfold you know, as the years go by, but the learning curve and really the trick and the mastery to get good now is to see what's inside your heart, see the abilities that you have and try to curve that by increasing your capabilities and say, hey, what am I okay at and how can I get that better? And what am I not really good at and try to increase that? And so that's pretty much what increasing your capabilities is, Pastor. But I see you have a, a wonderful worksheet that you made here. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Well, throughout the week, I'm really fortunate. I got some really good disciples, people that love Jesus, people that are dedicated to Jesus. And so I get to spend some time with them, and I, I, I want to get the best out of them. And since you and I started talking about these things, it's been a, a real blessing about what God has been doing. And so I make these worksheets. This first one oh, this is, awesome. is, is called Empowerment. And there's four questions that it opens up with. The first one has to do, what are people saying about you? Let me ask this, Jesse. What do your friends ask you for help with? Um, I think they ask me, I know we touched on this a little bit last week, but we'll go more in depth. I think a lot of people ask me, not so much of my physical help. You know, I have a truck and no one's asked me to help them move yet. <laughs> Actually, Harold is asking. <laughs> oh, Harold's a top level guy. Yeah, right he's there. a top level guy. Um, but people ask me, to be completely honest and not to sound cocky or suspicious, I think I said that word right. I don't know what I said. Count I, it. Um, I think people ask me for my advice. I think um, a lot of people ask me for for what the next step is. If it's something small or something big, I think I think people know. And if I was to pass away, I think people would would at my gravesite or my my memorial service. I think people would say, Jesse, yeah, it was a good person to get advice from. I think I think that's what people would say. I think so, and I think people ask you to pray for them. I think your guidance, your counsel over the years has been really good. And as a friend of yours, I've always appreciated it. I think it's important that people realize what, what are people asking of them? What are people expecting them? Mm. When they look to you, what are they looking to you to do? I do think there's an awful lot of people that don't know what their best skill is. Mm. They don't know what's going to fulfill them. And so that's one of the questions I ask them to try and bring that out of them. If you don't know your goal, your desire, if you say, what part of your life do you want to increase? Well, I want to increase my, my budget. That's not really what we're talking about. What yeah. skill set? What yeah. personality trait? What, yeah. What's the best part of you that needs to be expanded? Second question I ask is, what do acquaintances say about you? Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. But it I mean, is hard. Uh, I think what acquaintances would say about me, I'm a love, my personality is, and I, I'm, I'm trying to work on it is either you love me or you really hate me. <laughs> and I have an acquired taste. And a lot of people subscribe to my level of engagement. A lot of people will subscribe, hey, I like Jesse. He's in. He's out there. He's in your face. He, he's funny. He's like loud. But those are people that are also extroverts, people like me, it's people similar to me, um, people that don't really like me as much or don't really subscribe to my personality, people that are more introverted, people that kind of want to be more private, people that 
don't want to give up all their cards in the in the two seconds they just met me. I think what acquaintances would say about me, I think people would say, Jesse is animated. I feel like, or high energy. I think a lot of people would think I'm, I have high energy. But I think a lot of them would probably know you from your job. They go, oh, he's yeah. that manager. Yeah. Oh, he's that restaurateur. That's true. Oh, that he's that guy that runs that business. Wasn't yeah. he at that restaurant? Why'd they move him? Oh, yeah. he got that one up yeah. and running. Oh, he trained up those guys. Yeah. Sometimes our work over time speaks to the acquaintances, true. earns us a reputation. The third question I ask people in finding their destiny, what they should start narrowing down to do is if you were going to win an award, think about it. What award would you win? Like in our congregation, yeah. we have some people that love teaching. Sunday yeah. school teachers, they're elementary school teachers, high school teachers, or coaches. They're probably going to win an award for that. Yeah. We got one guy, he's the strongest guy in California. Wow. Oh, he's he going to win an award for lifting weights. He absolutely so is going to win an award. That's something you should keep going. We got yeah. some karate people. Mm -hmm. Some of them could be on the big stages, yeah. on TV with the lights. We got some people that are loving, caring. When somebody's grieving, they come alongside of them. Yeah. They could win an award for being the, the greatest comforter. Mm -hmm. So I think, imagine, if you could win an award, would it be an Emmy? Would it be an Oscar? Oh. Would it be a community award? Let's see. Would it be a caring award? What, what do you think? I think I'll be a Nobel laureate. In, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, think, um, I think one of the greatest skills, and I've gained a lot of friends over the time, and I think a lot of things, I think the one thing I, I would say would be... Um, we're making be making people better, increase actually increasing their capabilities. I think maybe a community award or, or uplifting people or making someone realize their true potential. I don't know what kind of award that be. Maybe a best supporting actor. I like that best, kind of. Uh, I don't know. You like that kind of? No, I like that kind of award. <laughs> oh, I think that's a great award to get. <laughs> okay. I think everybody wants actor of the year, or the the number one spot. Everybody yeah. wants to be Michael Jordan. Yeah. Nobody wants to be Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Batman. Yeah. Don't nobody want to be Robin. Yeah. But sometimes God's called us to support other people. Mm -hmm. The fourth question. This one's the stinger. And friend, I hope that you'll write this down and take this one to heart. So here's the first three to review. What do people ask you to help with? What do your friends ask you to help with? Number two, what do acquaintances know about you or say about you? What's your reputation? Number three, if you're going to win an award, what would it be for? But I said all that really to get you to this question. Okay. If you were to die today and stand before God, what would God say you should have done more, more with? What area of your life, skill set, talent, ability, resource, what should you have done more with if you were to die today? I think my skill set... And we're talking about what the giftings that God has given me. I think I can win people to Christ. I think I can have an effective way of communicating the gospel message to people. And in the same return, I think I have a personality that people like to engage with. So mix those two together. I think that makes a pretty good like evangelist or, or someone that can share the gospel message effectively. I think, you know, to be honest, it's a tough one. I think it would be if I was to die... It would be, I would say, hey, I could have won more souls. I could have invited more people. I could have been more friendly. I could have done more for you, God, in the sense of adding more souls to the kingdom. And I think that's what I, I think that's what I, I could have done. The stinging question is, you, you know what jumps out at me first? And this is funny because I'm a pastor. I'm not a yeah. rich man. Yeah. But the first thing I thought of was money. Yeah. I said, Lord, I, I've been to third world countries. I've yeah. been to developing nations. That could have been me born in the slums. Yeah. Lord, I need to do more with my finances. Mm -hmm. Imagine... You know, it's like the parable Jesus gives of the man that was very rich, and then he had a really abundant season, so he tears down his old barns, he's going to build these new ones, and that yeah. night his soul was required. Mm -hmm. And he dies, and there's no storage for the grain, and the new one's not done, and everything is wasted. Today, we're, we're beginning this series. 
on increasing your capabilities with the parable of the talents. One man's given five, one's given three, and one's given one. And one man gets afraid and he buries it. And the master comes to him and says, you wicked, lazy yeah. servant. That is a scary thought that mm -hmm. God would look at me and say, you know what? I made you six foot two. I gave you physical ability and you didn't help people. Yeah. You didn't help them when they needed to move. You didn't help the old lady across the street. You didn't help yeah. your kids come up. You didn't help change the baby's diaper. Whatever I was capable of doing. Hey, I gave you enough money so you could have time to visit my people in prison. I gave yeah. you enough resources so you could have gone yeah. to the hospitals. I gave you my. I gave you enough intellect yeah. where you could have taught my people. Yeah. You know this last pandemic uh, time, we've had broadcasts for over a year now. Yeah. Every day. Mm -hmm. I don't think we missed one one week because I got pretty sick and I had to. Yeah, pretty sick. That's it. That's <laughs> I lost it. twenty pounds in about five days. Wow. I'm no loser. I gained it all back. That's right. But <laughs> yeah. nevertheless. I realize my voice every day for like the last year and a half has been kind of hoarse. Yeah. And I feel good about that. Do you know what? Because I feel like I'm using my best gift right. as often as I can. That's right. And so if, if I had to give an account to God, I, I could say, God, the last year and a half, every single day, I preached with every everything I can muster. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You know, as, sure. a, as a church pastor, it really is our goal to see every saint, every congregate, every member, every attendee mm -hmm. fully get to what God's called them to do. Mm -hmm. We want to be the best supporting actor for them. Yeah. The Bible says that we equip the saints for the work of the ministry. How have you felt like the church has empowered you personally? And how do you think the church can empower more of its members? I think, Pastor Drew, in the time that I've been here at Riverside Christian Assembly, I think the church has empowered me in a way where I, I see the same things as you may see it. I, I The mission of Riverside Christian Assembly to win souls and make disciples is in my heart. That's my mission and goal. That's, good. that's I am in line with that that thinking, you know, and there's, I know there's different churches that have different mottos or different things they want to go after, you know, different things that they want to do. They want to have a homeless ministry, you know what I mean? They want to have, uh, you know, a, a, a parent ministry where they deal with uh, people that are getting over addiction. And we do all that here. But I think the biggest thing is to win souls and make disciples here at Riverside Christian Assembly. And and we do that with such a vigor. It's not like just an occasional, that's a nice phrase that we do. I think it's been indoctrinated in my heart to be able to do that and to want to do that. And so I feel empowered through those things to be able to, to partner with the church, um, to give my, my best talents to the church in that way. And I feel like it's through, you know, you as the pastor leading that charge for all of us saying, hey, nothing else matters than the lives that are changed. Nothing else matters than, than people coming to Christ. And since since that's our our kind of our, it's in the Bible, it's not our things, what Jesus right. said. Catching the vision. It's catching the vision. I think you having, articulating the vision of what Jesus has for us allow empowers me to be able to do. And so when I do things around the church, I see things. I look it through that lens. Hey, is this going to win souls? Is this going to make mm. disciples? Is this is what we're doing? You know, this is what we're called to do here, especially here at Riverside Cruise Assembly. Um, so yeah, I do feel empowered by you in that way. I, th I think the church has to have kind of a two-fold approach. There has to be a part of the member, the individual, yeah, that's going to be trustworthy. It's going to be faithful, yeah. And then the church has to trust them and see that they're faithful, hold them yep. accountable, absolutely. And th those are areas that I think we're currently working on. We are asking all the people that are involved to go through membership. And I love yeah. membership. Yeah. Membership's like a 45-minute meeting in my yeah. office. Mm -hmm. We go over a packet. 
And really, it's me getting to interview you, you getting to interview me, saying if you like the church, telling you about the church's yeah. history. But when that's done, we want to plug you in. Yeah. Sometimes we're learning how to get people resourced better, like if their ministry needs money, yeah. if they need certain uh, food. You've been doing a really good yeah. job of helping order food and orchestrate. Yeah. So I do think that it's a partnership that's got to go two ways. It, it's hard for a pastor when people are not in, extroverts yeah. or when, when they need to be goaded because there's yeah. so many people. Yeah. It really, the best part I've found is if we can cast a good vision Get them enthused, excited, brave enough to say, yeah, I'll raise my hand. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And then the church has to do its part of giving clear instruction of the vision, mm -hmm. getting behind the ministries yeah. of the ministers, which yeah. is the people. Yeah. So I, th I think we're getting on it. Let me ask you this. Do you think right now you're using your talents 100% for the Lord? I think, Pastor, I am using Amen. my talents. I think uh, I'm in a new type of role here at church, trying to do some more administrative things. And I think a lot of those administrative things are in my capacity and are my talents. Amen. And, and uh, for a long time, I wasn't able to give 100% of my talents because I had work and I had more I had more time in the secular world. I had, had my jobs, but I have a little bit more time now and I can devote my talents to, to the church 100%. And so, yeah, I feel like for myself, yeah, and I... I'm, I am using my talents for the Lord. But what, what advice would you give people that's, that, that that are in that position like you? Hey, I got bills. I got a mortgage. I got a spouse. I got kids. That doesn't yeah. mean they can't give 100% to the Lord. You're right, yeah. What, what what advice would you give them? I think the best advice would be is, is it would be to look at your personal finances and be looking and see what is the most important. You know, there's times where me and Danny were looking at our stuff and we have a lot of frivolous things in there that we could probably just cut out. Things that we like is different from things that we need. And yeah. so, you know, when you hear a call from God, like I heard a call when I was 18 to come out and have, I had zero money. It was the best decision I ever made in my entire life. Second, or, or a, one or two, gave married to Danny. Now, Danny's <laughs> awesome. She's a great, yeah, great woman of God. She is. And so, um, but I looked at my finance and said, hey, I, I really have no money when I was 18. I want to go out. But then you know what, Pastor, what happened is I busied my life up. And, and, and I get it. I have to pay bills. And there was a time where I just had to work 60 hours this week yeah. to make it. And there's people in the congregation that work 60 plus hours oh, and are still, you know, Struggling. still, you know what I mean, trying to trying to make it, you know. And so, um, and they're still serving. There's a lot of people working those hours and still trying to serve. And so I think it would be looking at your personal finances. I think really seeking prayer and, and then really partnering with the local church and say, hey, what do you guys need help in? I'm here to help. I want to help. Yeah. Look at your finances. Pray. You know, take away frivolous things and say, hey, put you know, put time limits. I want to be more committed this X amount of time. And then um, get with the local church. Talk to Pastor Drew. Talk to your pastor at your church and say, how can I help? This is, I found five more hours a week that I can devote to this church. What can I do? You know? Prioritizing. Yeah. And going through... Too many times we go on survivor mode. We, we go week to week, month yeah. to month, and we get by, get yeah, by, yeah. get by. Mm -hmm. What I like about this concept of increasing your capabilities is it makes you pause, mm -hmm. think, evaluate. What do I good at? What do I want to be great at? Where am my life going? How can I serve the Lord? Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people are holding back. Mm -hmm. And I think you gave some really legitimate reasons. Mm -hmm. Jesus, though, he says the kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of God is like a man that was going to throw a great wedding for his, his son. Mm -hmm. And so he sent the invitation to the generals, to the business people, to the merchants. And each one had a reasonable excuse. Yeah. I just bought land. I got to sow it. 
I just bought a new yoke of oxen. I got to train them. I just got married. Yeah. So they didn't come. Yeah. So the Lord said, you know what? Forget you guys. I'm going to the highways. Yeah. I'm going to the byways. I'm going to get every loser, every cutthroat, every homeless uh, yeah. push in the cart kind of guy I can get. Yeah. And so he filled it up. What's holding people back sometimes is reasonable yeah. excuses. You're right. And I'm not saying this for the sake of the congregation or the sake of the church, although we would certainly benefit. I'm saying it for the sake of the individual. Mm -hmm. A seed goes in the ground and some seeds fall on thorny soil. Mm -hmm. They get past the rocks, yeah. they get the roots down, yeah. but unfortunately they're so close to other plants that it's the good things in life that choke out the most precious things. Mm. And I like how you say you have to guard your time, yeah. you gotta guard your finances, you gotta yeah. guard your priority. Let me ask you this, I, I think this is a good discussion of what do you think the difference is about being encouraged and being in power? Mm. I think, what's the Bible? What does Jesus say? That man, I don't know if he said, you, man, you shouldn't eat on bread alone, right? Sounds like something he'd say. Sounds like something he'd say. I think if we're talking about encouragement, we can only, you know, it's only so much that we can get encouraged. You know I mean? Hey, Pastor, great sermon today. Great yeah. sermon today. Great sermon today. You know, at some point it becomes trivial, you know, like, hey, all right, like you're going to tell me a great sermon, you know, I thank you, you know. And of course, encouragement and what we're talking about at its core is, is special, you know, like when you're trying to help someone out and lift them up. But I think when we're talking about encouragement and we're, we're, we're patting people on the back and we're telling them good job, that only gets them so far. I think to truly, fully empower someone and say, hey, you know what, you did a great job, you know, filling in as an usher or, or even doing the prayer at the end. But I want to empower you. I want you to see what I see. I want to. See, I want you to really see the vision that we have, and then have them be able to say, you know what? I am in line with this church. I am in line with Pastor Drew, and now I feel like now I'm not just getting pats on the back. Now, now I'm. A, I have stake here at this church. I see the same things. I see the mission to make to win souls and or to make this win souls and make disciples. I see that more clearly, and I feel empowered now to devote my talents to a purpose more than I ever have before. Because hey, you know what? Yeah, if I if I did the weeds around the church, someone's going to tell me, hey, Jesse, good job. You know what I mean? But I, I, but it becomes very dicey when you just do it for encouragement. It becomes very tough when you say, hey, I hope someone sees me doing the yeah. weeds. But when you're empowered to do it, hey, I don't need anyone to tell. I, this is my home. This is where I live. This is some this ownership. Is, this is some ownership here. I have stake in this thing. If, if I don't do the weeds, then we're going to look we're going to look like you know some kind of crazy church when people walk, drive by. So... When people are truly empowered, they do, they will devote one hundred percent of their time or their, their talents to the church or to the to the organization, whatever they're in, you know. And so those, I think those are the differences. The Karate Man Ronnie gave a good illustration. He oh, said, "Let's hear it. Let's hear it." Empowering is you teaching me how to break the board. You giving me the technique. You strengthening me, doing push-ups with me, doing the weights with me, doing the sit-ups, the crunches. You being there, doing the work, and showing me the proper technique. Encouraging is like you saying, come on, Ronnie, you can do it. Yeah, you did it. High five. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. That one, both are good. Mm -hmm. One is more, now you have the capability, the yeah. capacity. Yeah. And the other is now that you have the capacity, let's motivate you to use it. Yeah. Those are all real good, Pastor Drew. I appreciate that. And the second page here, we're looking at accountability definitions, but... You know, it looks like we're running a little press for time, Pastor Drew. Oh, let's, let's get to that one next time. Let's man. get next time on Showbread, Pastor Drew. Is there, is there something that you were really encouraged by? Something that this week, I know, I know, as a pastor, the week is really long. But this yeah. is kind of like we're at the, we're Saturday night going into a Sunday morning. This is kind of like 
you know, go time here for you right. as a pastor. So kind of maybe the work the week has just started, but I know you got a lot of behind the scenes work. What are some wins that you saw this week? Some we, things that you we saw. We did this amazing event on Wednesday night with the EWF oh, Empire Wrestling that was Federation. Fantastic! Hundreds of people, maybe three hundred folks maybe came out. Three hundred, and we got lots of contacts. Yeah. I had a couple of families tell me how much they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. On Friday, I saw one of the attenders, and they said how blessed they were yeah. and how much it meant to their family to yeah. get together and forget about their worries for a while. Yeah. And it really encouraged a lot of people then on thursday we had riverside christian academy of the arts for the glory of god that's right nathan gave a great word i got to watch my daughter jl lead the worship great that was a special time uh you know my wife we she's been uh struggling with some ailments some illnesses for a couple of years Mm -hmm. and the other day she had felt restless and it's about nine o'clock i got home and so she said hey i'm feeling a little restless i said hey i'll take you anywhere you want and she said let's go to ross dress for less there you so go. we got in the car. <laughs> Let's go to Ross. I mean, she she was sore as could be the next day or two, but it was fun, man. It was yeah. normal. We walked around, bought some clothes. The kids came. I think That's we good. got an ice cream or something afterward. You know, it's those little victories that yeah. uh, I'm not waiting for the home run, man. I'm, yeah. I'm hitting doubles every day. I'm hitting a single today. Hey, I'm going to steal the base. pretty good. Come on, man. We'll get our home run. Yeah. Maybe in retrospect, all those are home runs. Yeah. So it's been a, a really enjoyable week. Mm-hmm. Some good time with the family, some great things at church. Mm-hmm. I think these are the days I'll look back and say, man, those were good times. Excellent, Pastor Drew. Uh, we're getting ready to, to go into Saturday night service. Drew, can you just, Pastor, can you give us just a little bit, a brief, like, couple seconds summary of what you'll be preaching on so people can tune in on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram to kind of just tune in to see, hear what they're, what's going on today for the sermon? We are going to learn how to be that servant that was faithful that was quick to invest that evaluated his investment and he was abundant and at the end of his life the lord said well done good and faithful servant we are not going to be that wicked lazy servant that buries his talent so if you want to be inspired and empowered to be that Mm. faithful servant that finishes well this is a message for you that's awesome pastor can you answer the word of prayer yeah our father in heaven Thank you, Lord, that you have called us to greater things, to higher places, to more. Lord, we don't want to cut short the calling you have on our life. We don't want to live under the potential you've given us. Lord, we want to be overcomers, outdoers. We want to uh, swing above our weight class, Lord. We want to see you do more. Lord, we we don't want to just do what we can do in our own strength. We want to need you. We want challenges that require our brothers and sisters and divine intervention. Lord, so we ask you to move in power to do miracles, to help your people, to heal your people, to show yourself strong on behalf of your people. Lord Jesus, oh, how we love you. Thank you for my brother Jesse, for his heart, for his service, for our families, for our kids, for our spouses. Lord, help us to bring bring the blessing. In my name is Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, this has been a great episode of Showbread. Because it's fresh. (laughs) 